Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, June 29th. This is Savannah Edens with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler plans to issue an emergency declaration to summon extra help to curb gun violence as summer gets underway. He's also assembled a team of people who will work out of the city's new community safety division to try to better coordinate community-based outreach with police enforcement efforts for an initiative called Safer Summer PDX. So far this year, 43 people have died in homicides in Portland, most resulting from shootings, slightly below the 51 people at this time last year when the city recorded a total of 92 killings by the end of the year. There have been 657 shootings in Portland so far this year with 193 injuries and more than 3,000 casings recovered, according to Police Bureau data. Wheeler said the goal is to work as a ceasefire team to help develop concrete, immediate strategies here in the city of Portland to start reducing the gun violence that we're seeing on the streets. Under the umbrella of the Community Safety Division, led by former Fire Chief Mike Myers, the ceasefire team will coordinate efforts by the city's Office of Violence Prevention, which oversees youth and family outreach workers with the Police Bureau's response to shootings and investigation of gun crimes. The police-focused intervention team, a team of 12 officers and two sergeants, seized 32 guns and responded to 255 shootings this year through last Thursday. Four of the team's officers were involved in a shooting May 6th in Northeast Portland, but have been cleared to return to work after a grand jury found no criminal wrongdoing by them. One officer is back and the rest are expected to return in the next two weeks. Community colleges are facing a fiscal cliff with depleted enrollment and uncertain state funding. Facing a $1.3 million budget deficit, exacerbated by a sharp decline in enrollment during the COVID-19 pandemic, Clackamas Community College last spring considered making cuts to programs like nursing and welding. The school narrowly avoided those cuts only because Congress approved pandemic relief dollars for community colleges, and the state increased its college funding. The added money, coupled with savings and a tuition increase, allowed the college to balance its budget. But the Oregon City-based college isn't out of the woods yet. Depending on enrollment and state funding, Clackamas may have to consider cuts again to balance its budget for the 2023-2024 school year. With fewer than 4,500 full-time equivalent students, Clackamas enrollment is near a 40-year low. Community colleges across the state have yet to see enrollment rebound since it plummeted early in the pandemic, and no one knows when or how much it will climb back up. Federal funds that helped schools get by have run out, and community colleges are unsure what their state funding levels will be as they plan ahead for 2023. Former Damascus Elementary School principal convicted of sexually abusing four students behind his closed office door is set to spend the rest of his life behind bars. Clackamas County Circuit Judge Catherine Weber sentenced Jeff Hayes to 43 years and nine months in state prison Tuesday matching the true life sentence recommended by a prosecutor. Hayes, the top administrator at Deep Creek Elementary School from 2005 to 2009, marked his 68th birthday on June 6th, the day he was convicted of first-degree sexual abuse and six counts of unlawful sexual penetration at the end of a five-week trial. Hayes cannot lessen his sentence with good behavior or other programs while incarcerated and will be on probation for life if released from state prison at age 111. The judge didn't detail her reasoning for the sentence, but prosecutors noted Hayes never admitted his guilt and denied sexually abusing anyone while on the stand. Defense attorney Jason Thompson argued for a 25-year sentence. 
noting Hayes has no prior conviction and that prosecutors had offered much shorter punishments while trying to strike a plea deal. More than 50 witnesses and 80 pieces of evidence were examined during the trial, including testimony from all four students who said they were sexually abused at the school between 2005 and 2009. Gresham Barlow has paid out millions in civil jury verdicts and settlements to the four students, who filed separate lawsuits against the district beginning six years ago. Hayes wasn't arrested until March of last year. The Clackamas County District Attorney's Office originally declined to prosecute the case, but later asked a grand jury to indict Hayes after the third student agreed to testify and a fourth came forward. The four families will seek restitution from Hayes to pay for counseling services, with a hearing on the matter to be held sometime in the next three months. And in somewhat better news, gas prices in Oregon and the Portland area have dipped slightly before the 4th of July weekend, but perhaps reflect fears of harder economic times ahead. Oregon's average price for a gallon of gas fell three cents this week to $5.50. The national average dropped nine cents to $4.88. And in Portland, the average fell three cents to $5.55. The falling prices, however, may in part reflect general unease about the state of the economy. Inflation continues to hammer household budgets. Rising gas prices combined with supply shortages have pushed prices higher for all manner of goods, including groceries. In an effort to tamp down on inflation, the Federal Reserve has increased interest rates by three-quarters of a percent, the steepest hike in nearly 30 years. Higher borrowing costs, however, will also put a damper on the now-buzzing economy. AAA said an economic slowdown would lead to less demand for oil and push oil prices lower. Crude oil prices, another main driver of prices at the pump, have dipped slightly this week but remain near historic highs. A barrel of crude oil is around $110 today compared to $66 this time last year. The U.S. and several other countries placed strict sanctions on Russia, one of the world's largest oil producers, after its invasion of Ukraine earlier this year. The sanctions have driven global oil prices higher. Despite prices hovering just below record highs, Americans are expected to hit the road en masse this weekend. AAA projected that this weekend will see the second highest travel volume on record for the holiday lower only than 2019. Prior to this year, Oregon and national gas prices had peaked in the summer of 2008. Oregon's 4.29 per gallon record from that year would be about 5.76 today, accounting for inflation. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.